Welcome everybody to Coach's Corner. I'm really excited to share a friend of mine, Steve Siskold. Steve and I have known each other online and had a couple conversations and I interviewed him once for one of my programs um, and met a couple times at mutual friends' birthday parties, but we really got to hang out together in, in Miami, in hot Miami, a couple months ago when we were speaking at the same conference. And when I saw him do his thing and I saw him speak and work with people and just also observe the way he showed up, both as a professional, as a friend, and as someone there to serve. I just fell more in love with him. This is a man who leads with his heart and leads fully self-expressed and just is is living love and, and truly making a difference and helping people really free themselves. So I'm excited to dig into what we're going to talk about. Before we do, let me tell you a little bit more about how Steve expresses in the world. He is an author, speaker, trainer, and executive coach, and has spent the past 25 years studying and teaching the relationship between beliefs held in the body and success, how the body billboard sends micro messages that affect authentic communication, and how self-awareness lowers stress and books peak performance. We're going to break all that down in the talk. He has amazing books, Whole Body Intelligence and What's Your Body Telling You, and is a breakthrough coach to many best-selling authors, Grammy and Oscar Award winners, CEO, a Major League Baseball president, as well as wellness and business leaders. Prior to what he's doing now, Steve applied the principles he teaches in the business world. He owned and directed a successful advertising and PR firm and was number one of 500 salespeople and a national sales trainer with, with a Fortune 100 company. Wow, what a, what a life. Thank you so much, Steve, for being here today. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate using the word expression. That kind of uh, boosts me up today. <laughs> yeah, let's start there because we were talking a little bit before we started recording and I asked you about what your passion is and I'd love you to share that with everybody. Absolutely. Well, you know, I, I, I'll tell you a little bit about present day and then I may go back for a moment. Um, for me, it's it's really important to be able to express myself fully in the world, you know, whether that's writing a book or um just being able to share the truth in the moment, unedited, and not having to package and put all that stress and energy into, you know, holding myself back, which a lot of us do, suppressing our our truth or expressing our essence because perhaps someone didn't like it or it was too much for somebody else or it was inconvenient. So, you know, pretty much for several years, I've just been looking at how can I express myself fully, and I love helping other people do the same. So that's really my passion. I love seeing people break through, um, know that they have that gut instinct screaming in their belly and screaming in their heart, and just be able to take a deep breath in and go, ah, here I am, and here's what I really want, and here's what I need, and I just feel like that frees me up, it frees others up, and it could just free up relationships and all kinds of uh, situations in the world if we were just able to express ourselves more freely and fully to feel like we're expressing our purpose and, and our instincts and our intuition. And I just feel like it would be a, an easier, more flowing world if we were all able to do that. So I bring my piece into that. I love I love this, and it really uh, brings up this past week's episode, which was with Mia, who is being sexually harassed at work, and she 
gosh, talk about not expressing herself. She she wasn't using her voice. She wasn't standing up for herself. And you know, when I followed up with her months later, she ended up doing that. She ended up reporting it and quitting her job and now is expressing herself through starting her own business and feels so mm-hmm. much freedom. So I totally am with you on the importance of this. And where my curiosity is, is I'm wondering, I'm wondering if people are listening are wondering, well, how do you know when you're just kind of like being irresponsible or just venting or just kind of dumping what you're feeling on everybody else. I mean, should we just express totally freely or should we modify? Like, are there any guidelines of responsibility of expression or is it just be free, say what you want, do what you want, <laughs> feel what you want? I love that. Well, I don't walk in the grocery store and go up to the cashier and go, oh, you wouldn't believe what happened to me today. Let me tell you. <laughs> I, I do. That's, that's wrong. <laughs> I love that. I love that. You're great. So for me, you know, it really, as you know, I've, I've gotten into the body and whole body intelligence out of that. I was in the expression business, if you will, helping people in advertising and branding and communicating. I've worked with politicians and CEOs and in speeches. And I just noticed that when they were saying something or in that speech in that moment, their body would say one thing and their words would say something else. And I thought, wow, there's there are these other signals or messages that they're not aware of. So when I talk about expression, as you said, in the appropriate moments or the, the perfect moments, it to me it's really about awareness. Like to be able to not just speak from my head or, you know, I used to be a yes person. Sure, I'll do it. And then afterwards I'd be like, ugh. Why did I say yes? So I didn't really get to even be aware of what I wanted or what I was feeling. So I couldn't even express myself. But once I became more aware and and what I call a loop back to my body, then I was able to go, hmm, as that person said that, I noticed my belly tightened. Am I going to hold that in and suppress that and push that down? Or am I going to be able to just take a breath and go, Ah, you know, when you asked me that, I got a little tightness in my belly, and uh, I think I'm going to pass, but thanks anyway, or, you know, little things like that through life. And then on a bigger level, it's just about those dreams and those visions and those instincts that we get inside that I'm really trying to help people express and bring out. But no, I, I think that sometimes in this new age self-help, we feel like we can just project all over everybody. Well, I'm telling my truth. Well, is it really your truth? <laughs> uh, so I'm helping people become more aware of like, where are you not expressing your purpose? Why are you not expressing your truth in your relationships or your career or even your marketing? And that's more of, you know, so it's more like appropriate channels that are going to have me feel more aligned and congruent versus <gasps> holding my breath and rolling my body to hold on to something that I really want to say and I don't. And I think that's where a lot of the problems, you know, arise from. Agree. I- I'm so passionate about really teaching people how to process emotion. That was such an important part of my journey. And my teachers supported me so much in everything from anger release work to really knowing how to cry like and actually feel a difference because what one of my teachers Mona used to say is is we end up leaking you know if I'm not expressing and dealing with my emotions in a healthy way 
then I'm going to leak by being irritable. Or if I'm not challenging, uh, channeling, channeling my creativity in any kind of way, then I, I, I may feel a little depressed or a little stuck. So what I really hear you saying is, it's you're not talking about this is just a free-for-all. This is really about learning how energy, beliefs, all those things move and feel in our body and handling in that handling it in a way that truly expresses it so that we don't end up leaking on other people or, you know, going to the grocery store and, and snapping <laughs> at someone or, or sharing our deepest, darkest secrets. Is that is that am I hearing you accurately? Well, absolutely. You know, I, I have a section that I've written called We're All Walking Time Bombs. And what I mean by that is so driving and uh, this person cut you off and then something happened with a client and then the day builds and you're not aware of it. You're just kind of taking it in and it's building and it's building. And then you get home and you see your kid's bike in the driveway and you explode just because you've been holding in. You haven't been able to express, ah, I'm feeling stress. Oh, I'm noticing in my chest that the way that car cut me off, I feel angry. Just that self-expression keeps us flowing versus building. And then in the world, you know, so much, Christine, as you know, comes from the past. Like I'll work with an executive who says, I got up at my banquet to give a speech and I started sweating profusely, but I have no idea why. So I started to like shut down. And a lot of my work is to help that person understand, well, where is that in your body? And, and what happened when you went to give your speech? And often it will go back to something like I got laughed at at show and tell in, you know, kindergarten or I used to express myself, but whenever I did, my dad would hurt me or, you know, tell me I had a big ego. So I started to suppress whatever I felt. And then I became this new identity of like packaging and pleasing others. And so I'm trying to help people rewire that uh, so that they, when they feel at least become aware so we can be more in truth. So much of the, many of the teachings are, yeah, express your feelings. Well, what I notice, Christine, is people will say, but but what do I feel? Oh, yeah, let me look at this list. Am I angry? Hmm. Am I sad? So I use the body as that opportunity to be able to say, ah, you know, when you said that, I noticed this. Let me let me see what that is. Let me let me have an inquiry to really feel what my truth is. And then I can express what's really happening for me versus what my mind might be tricking me into. So I was disconnected from my body for a long time. Um, I lived very, very neck up. So I don't think uh, years ago, I if someone said, you know, Christine, what is your body telling you? I'd be like, oh, I don't know, I'm hungry, I have to pee. <laughs> like, I mean, it would, that would kind of be the extent of it. So for people who may be a little, like me, maybe a little neck up, how do we increase our whole body intelligence? How do we connect to our body and listen to it? Is there, are there any exercises we can do? Is there even something maybe you could take us through? Oh, I love that. Absolutely. I mean, like, for instance, right now, so often, especially because we're so virtual and we're looking at so many screens, and like I said earlier, maybe people told us we don't know what we feel. You know, it's like I see a little kid in the grocery store, Mommy, I'm really hot. You're not hot. No, I'm really, you're not hot. It's like, oh, okay, maybe I don't know what I feel. So a lot of us have separated. And just right in this moment, for instance, to listeners, just take a moment and notice, like, hmm, 
What's the quality of my breathing? So we start that integrative conversation between our mind and our body. So like right in this moment, if you just notice like, ooh, I didn't notice that I was holding my breath or that it was way up in my chest. So just starting by taking a moment to go, oh yeah. <sighs> and are you taking a full in-breath? Is it comfortable to receive? I look at the in-breath as receiving. And the out-breath is expressing. So just notice for a moment as you're breathing. Ah, it feels good, by the way. Uh, are, are you really receiving fully and are you expressing fully? So that's a place to start. And, and for everybody listening, I'm going to give you a little treat today. Take a moment and just tune into something that you really want to create in the world right now. It might be something to do with your health, your body. It might be something to do in a relationship, or it might be something to do with your creativity or your career. And just as you're thinking about that, rather than just staying in your mind, include your whole body. Like, ooh, when I started thinking about my vision or my goal, I noticed my fist tighten. Huh, I wonder what that might be. Oh, I noticed I stopped breathing and I crossed my legs. You see, once we include the whole body, we're getting this other information that could help us understand, wow, that might be part of why I'm not expressing. That might be why I don't go for my dreams. You know, that, that might be a reason that's holding me back. So for those listening, just in that short exercise, and you too, Christine, like, what did you notice as you start to think? Think about your vision and you include your whole body. What did you notice? Some people get hot. Some people get cold. Some people notice they say they want to be in a wonderful relationship and they cross their arms over their heart. That's the kind of information we want to include. And then from there, we can learn more about what we express. So how was that for you, just in that short little exercise? Oh, I, I, I love this. And I got to do some processes with you before in Miami. Um, and I'm remembering... What happened now happened then too. So for me, first it was like, oh, it feels good just to stop and breathe. And because sometimes I can go too fast. And so my body really loves to just, ah. And then when you started talking about the vision, I just start smiling. I just start smiling. You mm -hmm. know, that's just what happens. And I feel a warmth, not like a temperature, but like a, just like this warmth come over my whole body. And I think that I was seeking my purpose for so long. I felt the pain of being disconnected from it, not having it. So I think when I really, or I feel when I really tune into that, my body just feels like this relief and this like, yes, this is, this is home. It feels like home. Mm. Well, you know, what I'm hearing is not only do you have your vision and, and understand cognitively your purpose, but you've embodied it. So that ah. happens is when you speak to it, you're not just in your mind, like you said, neck up, but your whole body warms up. And that's really been the success that I've noticed and, and people I've worked with have noticed that when I walked in to see a publisher – and I didn't fully believe, you know, a big part of my work is beliefs. And I didn't fully believe that I had a great book or I deserved to have a publishing contract or people told me, oh, who needs another book? I walked in with that and I didn't get the result. 
I got a bunch of rejections. Yep. And yet when I walked into either a customer or a publisher or even in relationship uh, to meet someone, when I embodied, you know, one of my chapters is you are the lottery. When I embody that, yeah, I'm a prize. Like, wow, I have a purpose. Like, you know what? The publisher that gets me is going to have a great author. The the partner who has me as a partner is going to have a great partner. It's like it's in my body. Like you said, I feel aliveness. I feel juice just flowing. It's a whole body experience. And then what I notice is I magnetize that. Like the publishers go, oh, we want him. Yes. <laughs> you know? So it's, yes. it's, it's that getting in touch with what do I want to express, but also where in my body am I holding myself back or not believing it? Just yesterday, I worked with a, a salesperson, uh, and boy, I, I, there was just so many things that she didn't believe about her success. No wonder she wasn't doing well, and she couldn't understand it because she wasn't connected because the mind's spinning with these thoughts. But once she breathed and really felt into what she wanted, I want to be more successful at sales, the little bit of choking, the little bit of tightening. She was able to go into her body and see where the beliefs were that were holding her back from being successful, and that's that's gold right there. Okay, now you've identified, and you even know where it lives in your body. Now let's start breathing and releasing that, and then bringing in a new belief that you actually could be successful. Once she embodies it, boom, I've seen Grammy winners, Oscars published. I've just seen so many things happen miraculously once we switch that in our whole body and we actually embody the belief that I can have my desire. Yeah, I and it's got to go beyond. It's got to go beyond the neck. You know, it's it, we can't just think it differently. The embodiment is so key. This has been really key for me. And I, well, I remember one of the my retreats that I facilitate, we had a dancer there and she'd always get to the call back, but she'd never book the job. And so, you know, I did an exercise with her. I had her come in the front of the room and we set up like a fake callback audition (laughs) and I had her walk in and I, I saw it in her body, kind of what she was thinking. So as I had her do it again and as she walked in, I walked beside her and I was like the, the sound of her thoughts. And I was saying things wow. like, I'm really nervous. I'm not good enough. Are they going to like me? All these other girls out there are skinnier than me. They may be better dancers. Like I just was kind of like her self-doubt. So she could really hear and see and experience like what was happening. And I and the people in the circle reflected back to her what they saw in her body. Like her shoulders were crouched. Or she was blinking a lot. You know, they could they could see the beliefs. And so what we worked on was shifting the beliefs. And then it obviously shifted how she showed up. And when we are in whatever we're embodying, we're broadcasting. So it doesn't matter what we say or even how we perform sometimes. People pick up on what we're embodying, what our beliefs are basically broadcasting to the world. So I, I love that we're having this conversation. And yeah, I call it your billboard. Because yes. They're, yes. Mega, they're, they're these micro messages. Obviously, if you're on stage speaking about how to uh, use stress management and your leg is shaking and you're tightening your fist and your jaw's tight, somebody might out say, hmm, something's missing here. Something's wrong here. And I, I find that 
just for your listeners, like this goes across the board. I mean, I've worked with people who have had, had hit record after hit record, and all of a sudden one day they have writer's block and they can't write. And their mind, you know, Einstein's, you can't solve the same problem with the thinking that created it. They're spinning in their mind trying to look for that answer, and it's just hard to get it because the mind has, you know, usually in the past or the future, and it's got so many uh, past events that influence us. But once they drop into the body in the moment, wow, I notice you're starting to contract and get small as you're considering writing another, you know, song or another album, let's look at that in the body. Boom. What comes up? Past memory. Last tour, lost a relationship. Family got jealous. <gasps> the body, the breath stops. The body gets tense. Writing a new song means I'm going to lose people. Okay. Now we find that belief. We can express that. Back to expression. We can express that belief so it can get out of the body, get get present day, and then we can start working on a new belief. Well, in a half a day, that actual person was able to embody a new belief after he got to express the, the tension of the last belief that I actually could write songs, go on tour, and have new people come into my life. I'll, I'll have great relationships and it doesn't always get embodied instantly but once it was embodied like by the next day we were writing songs i'm also a songwriter so the point being is that it doesn't matter where you are whether it's about relationships whether it's you believe you can have that body that you want or that that career or write that song or write that book it's all the same stuff it's like where did i learn and embody that i couldn't have it that it wasn't safe to be successful or people wouldn't like me and we it's hard to get in touch with that in the mind but once we go into the body and we feel it it'll usually take us back to a cellular memory or some past event that's influencing us today and then we can rewire and change that and I think that's really the true law of attraction not just sitting and thinking it but actually embodying it 100% so let me see if I can break this down so first I notice how I'm feeling. I, I notice what what's happening in my body. I actually observe. I become aware rather than just going through the motions. I notice my breath. I notice where I'm tight. I notice what's happening. And then, and then I maybe question, when have I felt like this before? When has this feeling is a little familiar, like what's happening, these knots in my stomach? When have I felt like this before? What may have happened? And then once I kind of know that, I look at the beliefs that were formed at that time. Oh my gosh, like I felt this way before when I was teased and I formed beliefs like, you know, there's something wrong with me. And then maybe I ask what the new beliefs could be. Like what are the new beliefs that are going to help me feel a different way? And how do those beliefs feel? And then I start to feel, not just think, but feel what those beliefs feel like in my body so I can embody it. And then I express from that place. That was super cliff notes, but is that are those kind I of I love steps? those cliff notes. No, they were perfect. Okay, great. I love that. And you know, I think what's what's important to um, I think for each of us is that that simple question when I meet people or they call me on the phone. You know, I'm also a sales trainer for certain corporations, and I teach people to to not talk so much, but just to ask for needs, ask questions. So if someone calls me or comes to work with me, I just ask one question. Hey, tell me what you're desiring right now. Just, and right away, huh, the breath stops. Ooh, I got tight. I want to be, <coughs> and they're choking on the word successful. So 
I really find it's not that complicated, Christine. It's like if, if I ask myself about something I want and then I listen, my body's been there since day one. My body has so much rich information. And I think that's where a lot of us get caught is that we keep going through that mental you know, stress. But all we have to do is say, wow, let me notice why when I say I want a relationship, does my stomach get tight? Ah, I got betrayed once before, and I'm, I'm kind of projecting that on everybody I meet today. But you can't get that information elsewhere. So just that simple question, what do I desire? What would I like right now? And then before you answer, just notice what happens in your body. So yeah, your cliff notes were great. Those two beliefs you talked about, I call them viral beliefs. They're like viruses that live in our body, and they're just sitting there dormant, and boom, they can pop up when we go for that next relationship or that next book contract or that next desire at work. And then the other ones I call vital beliefs. Those are the beliefs that really empower us, give us vitality and energy. And I show up different in the room when I have a vital belief versus when I have a viral belief. And everybody will see it. So you will. Yeah, and your viral beliefs are contagious, you know? People people feel them and pick up on them. So Absolutely. Absolutely. And this is such important work for people who are coaches or therapists or work with people in any way. When I when I first started coaching people, I saw people in person. Now when I work with people, it's mostly phone. But I really in my training learned to watch what they were doing. Like when they held their breath, when they did certain things with their shoulders or their hands and ask them about that. And now when I'm on the phone with people, I'll, I'll notice their tone, their inflection, when they stop breathing, when they start talking faster, when they start talking slower, and also ask the question, you know, what's really present for you right now? What are you feeling in your body? So I think this is important information for practitioners and coaches to have too, because if we just operate with our clients on the mental level, we're missing out on a lot of wisdom that their bodies are telling us. Oh, thank you so much. You know, I love training coaches and performance people and people that are, you know, doing therapy and training and so forth because that's exactly it. What you just said is that to me, if I'm coaching just with the cognitive, then I'm sometimes just reinforcing those old beliefs. But I think to really uh, to to really take in what we're speaking about today is just to know that there's so much, like as I said earlier, uh, a quick story. You know, when my dad came home from work one day after working so hard and his typical work, I could see his whole body was lit up. It was like he was standing straight up versus defeated. And I just asked a simple question. I was like eight years old. Hey, dad, what's up? And he said, I have a dream. I never heard dad say he had a dream. Long story short, he wanted to buy a store. And he, his, he was like open like a big proud peacock. And then my mom just said, what do you mean you want to buy a store? How can we do that? We got two kids. You get a check every Friday. And he went into like this little closed up bird that just came out of an oil spill. It's like <clears throat> he just shut down and that was the end of his dream. I just somehow had an instinct <laughs> as a young kid and I screamed out, mommy, why can't daddy have his dream? And everybody got quiet at the table. And I noticed my dad became a proud peacock again. Long story short, they went down and bought the store. And about three days later, there was a food strike. And all the little stores were packed. My dad's business was extremely successful like week one. And it just, it just showed me how often so many of us, all it takes is one coach. 
uh, one person, you know, one put down and we don't express ourselves. We put that dream away. It's like, oh, I thought I had a great idea, but she shot it down and we just give up. And it, it's really sad, you know, and it happens, God, I was at the swimming pool, I watch a mom do it to a, a little kid. I, everywhere I go, I'm just noticing how easily we can be suppressed. One coach tells us we're not good, and then we think we can't do it. So that's a lot of, I think, what you and I do out there in the world is trying to empower people to get in touch with those beliefs and those messages that they got that have them suppress who they really are. Mm. Well said. Thank you so much, Steve. I know that people learned so much from you today and probably just for everybody listening, just notice how you feel in your body after listening. Notice if anything softened or if anything got stirred up and don't (laughs) judge it. Don't, you know, observing is very different than judging, but just really, really observe it. And, and Steve, if people want more of you, which I'm sure they will, where can they find you, connect with you, learn more? Thank you. Wholebodyintelligence.com. And if they go there, they can take a BQ test and, and get some answers to some of the questions we, we brought up today around how connected am I really with my body and my body's intelligence. And it's wholebodyintelligence.com. Steve Siskold. Well, thank you for being an embodied leader and teacher. And you really embody expression and love and you create a space for people to feel safe to start to really express who they are and what's in there so thank you for being a light worker thank you for the work that you do Mm -hmm. and thank you for coming on to coach's corner and helping people get over it and on with it thank you christine i just noticed a bunch of energy rising through my body as you just said that thank you i'm smiling 